0: The spiritual Seeds Podcast. This is a podcast for the spiritually curious among us. I'm your host, Leisha O'Connor, psychic, author, and spiritual teacher. It is so good to have you here. Hello, hello, lovely, lovely humans. How do you do? you're all well. This week we're going to talk about channeling. It's a word you hear thrown about a lot in the spiritual world. So what the feck is channeling? Channeling can be a few different things. So I suppose to be more accurate, channeling can come through in a few different ways. I would describe channeling as a way of receiving and communicating the wisdom of the universe. So what does that even mean when I say the universe I mean source energy or spirit or God or the eternal energy that connects us all at our soul level the endless knowledge and grace that we're all intertwined with for our entire spiritual existence and that wisdom may come to you through goddesses ascended masters galactic beings archangels or our higher selves. Now, I'm not talking about mediumship, which is like talking to ghosts. So just sidebar here, when psychics say the word spirit, they generally don't mean spirits. One thing to know about me is I almost never work with past loved ones. I just don't want to mess around with that whole realm, to be honest with you. Of course, never say never, but I do have a serious fear of waking up in the middle of the night and having a dead person standing over me or sitting on the edge of my bed or something. So I keep myself super protected from that. I never, ever welcome that in. Once in a blue moon, now an ancestor will pop in, but that's different to a soul that's stuck here on Earth. That's a a very different feeling, a different energy. Okay, I want this podcast to be as accessible to people as possible at every stage of their spiritual journey. So let's break this down a little bit further and take a step back. When I speak about goddesses and ascended masters, I mean beings that once lived on earth in a human incarnation and have now ascended to enlightenment. And they help us from an energetic realm with our earthly crap. For example, these would be Jesus, Mary Magdalene, Hathor, Isis, Osiris, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, uh, Maeve, Tara, Callie, Horace, Bridget, Buddha, the list goes on and on and on and on. My main spirit guide at the moment is an ascended master, Elijah, who was incarnated as John the Baptist, who you might remember if you're a Christian, you might remember that from the old stories from school. So they come in all shapes and sizes and with different areas of expertise. For example, you might remember Kuan Yin came through in my Transchannel monthly goddess reading for March and her main message was compassion because basically that's kind of her thing, compassion. So these goddesses and ascended masters are like conduits for delivering the wisdom of the universe. They're not in any way independent of or separate from the energy that connects us all. No beings are. So try to kind of remove that idea from your head. You know, we're all connected, which is why we can all communicate. Anywho, so galactic beings then are energetic beings who exist on other realms and star systems at an energetic level. My first book, Be Love, was channeled through the Arcturians who are from Arcturus. Other galactic beings you may hear being thrown around to be like Palladians, Syrians, Andromedans, and um, there's others (laughs) that escape me now. If you Google starseeds, if you're in the mood for a good old rabbit hole, you'll find loads of information on them there. So they can incarnate in other places such as Earth. It's my understanding that living in a human body on earth is kind of like going to soul school and learning stuff it serves the purpose of educating us in a way when you're in your energetic form your soul form you don't face the types of challenges we face on earth and you're so like drunk or high on self-love you probably wouldn't be phased by anything anyways whereas in a human body you live so much in the physical you can become disconnected from the spiritual aspect of your existence but that's okay it's how it's meant to be so coming to earth is like an intensive learning experience where our souls come to grow so well done for being here well done for volunteering for this shit show (laughs) you bloody legend yeah (laughs) angels then and archangels are other spiritual beings of light that help us out here on earth i've been told but i don't know i don't entirely agree with it that angels don't have free will and we have to ask them to help us and like they need our permission you know it doesn't sound right to me but i do ask them for help constantly anyways you know to be sure to be sure But I feel they're always there supporting me whenever I send a request or not, to be honest. I feel the support is there regardless. These different beings are all equal beings of love and light. They just kind of serve different purposes or like they have different specialities. It's not better to be channeling one over the other. And by the way, there's others. These are just the main ones that I'm mentioning here. There's loads of others if you want to go into Lemurians and Atlantans and fairies and all sorts of stuff. These are just kind of, I suppose, the main ones that I would connect with. They're all here to help us grow collectively and on our individual journeys. I also feel that the right connection for you will come to you at the right time. You kind of have to trust it, you know. They're all mind-blowing and incredible to connect with. And it's an absolute privilege to be able to do it. We can also channel our higher selves. I used to think my higher self was the intuitive aspect of me. You know, the wise me that comes out when I've been meditating. But I've begun to understand that it is so, so much more than that. A while ago when I was meditating, my guides brought me into a portal within my heart space and there I was connected to my higher self. I was literally plugged into the wisdom of the universe, to all that ever was, is and will be. And this is why I've stopped doing Akashic Records readings, because they've kind of become obsolete for me i don't need to go through the rigmarole of accessing the records when i have all that knowledge by accessing my higher self wisdom now don't get me wrong i'm not saying i'm like an all-knowing deity or anything like that i'm still as with the akashic records i'm still only shown what i'm ready and able for but it's it's still pretty awesome and the really really cool thing is that we all have a higher self within us. We're all connected to the wisdom of the universe on our soul level. It's totally possible to access this knowledge. For me, my whole life revolves around this, to be honest. I use this wisdom to guide nearly everything I do. Not saying that I fully follow it or listen to it all the time, but I try my best. I'm still human and sometimes I do things that aren't in my best interest (laughs) and sometimes my ego and emotions can be so activated that I can't clearly see my higher self wisdom but when you step into like surrender and have trust in the workings of the universe and your spirit team it's so much easier to see that guidance more clearly so that's who's delivering all of the information now let's talk about how channeling can come through. There's a few different ways. I have a feeling other people wouldn't consider this channeling, but I believe that inspired thoughts, creative sparks or ideas, and downloads of information are all forms of channeling. By downloads, I mean things like sudden realizations or having an aligned idea to take your business in a new direction, something like that. When you keep your channel open, you're then open to receiving these gifts out of the blue. Not just necessarily when you're deep in meditation. In fact, I find my best ideas pop into my head when I'm doing something menial like washing the dishes or cleaning or if I'm out for a walk in nature or something like that where you know your body is engaged in a repetitive movement but your mind is half switched off. This, by the way, is an important part of manifestation, taking aligned action. It's not about sitting around thinking you can attract something to you by thought alone don't get me started on the secret (laughs) the law of attraction the manifestation process is yes of course setting intentions with the universe and that energy will get the ball rolling behind the scenes but it's through an open channel that you can receive the knowledge of what the aligned action needs to be to bring about your manifestations which brings us to what is an open channel this is when you're free and clear to allow guidance in. Meditation helps, therapy helps, energy healing helps, good nutrition helps, absolutely. And also steering clear from mind-altering substances. But a lot of it is trust. Having the trust that the messages you're receiving are not just coming from your imagination. And maybe actually last week's podcast about the clears and stuff will help you if you want to listen back to that. God, you know, I hear this again and again and again, and I totally get it. This was definitely one of my biggest obstacles starting out was trust. Just finding the trust that what was coming through was not my imagination. Building a relationship as well with your ego and learning how to tune it out is also really, really important, which I did also go into in episode four, I believe, if you want to revisit that too. The way in which I channel the most is to open a stream of communication with my higher self or a being of light. This is kind of like having a conversation. I go into meditation for a short while and receive messages within my heart space. I used to think, and in fact I was originally taught to channel through my crown or my third eye, but I found when I started channeling through my heart space, the clarity of my connection went from zero to a hundred overnight. The other, and I suppose well-known way of channeling, which you may know from Abraham Hicks or Lee Harris, is trans-channeling, which is what I do in my monthly readings. I don't do it often because it's energetically exhausting. It's great if you want an exact clear message from a deity because when you do regular channeling, it still goes through your brain's filtering system a bit, if you know what I mean. I invite their energy into mine and they literally speak through me. It may sound kind of freaky, like you're being possessed, but honestly it feels nothing like that and like I'm hyper protective of my space so I only feel safe and warm and comfortable when I do it. They don't like take control of my body just my speech but I can switch it off at any time if I want you know you're also in control but my brain also isn't entirely connected with what's happening because I don't remember what's being said all that well but I will remember the highlights of it you know. My guidance system is if the energy feels good, then I'm happy to trans channel. I'm happy to make that connection. I used to be terrified of the thought of it, but when you get used to how these beings feel and how comforting and safe it is, it's actually no bother at all. It's never happened, but if I wasn't comfortable or didn't feel safe with the energy coming through, I would never let them channel through me. Knowing how to protect my psychic space has been an absolutely essential part of feeling safe enough to do this work. So I began intentionally trans-channeling around December 2020, and I slowly began to realise I had been channeling in some way or another for all of my life. I've always received downloads and these thoughts of absolute clarity or inspiration that are sent from a higher place than this earthly existence. (laughs) It's when you know information that didn't or couldn't have come from your own brain. That's channeling. When I first started channeling I would write what was coming through but it was so fast that I just was producing scribbles half the time so I then started voice recording myself which helped so so much. I felt I could sort of let it flow a little bit better that way But that could just be me. I'm an incredibly slow writer, so maybe writing would work best for you. Then my Arcturian guides eventually told me to sit at my laptop and write, as in type, and that's where Be Love came from. That's a similar experience to having a deity speak through you in that you don't really remember much of what you're writing. It can be kind of physically uncomfortable at the beginning as well. Like feels like a really intense head pressure and burning ears and you'd be sweating like a piggy sometimes but this eases with time it's because these beings are coming in with such a high frequency of love that you need to keep your frequency raised and kind of meet them halfway you get the hang of it eventually i think everyone can have their own way of channeling there's always ways in which you can personalize it to suit you and for you to feel the safest. Once you begin to experiment, you may find or be guided towards another way that suits you better. We're all different, so each to their own. This is my understanding of channeling, and my personal experience of what it is. I'm just putting that out there because I see a lot of nitpicky BS in the spiritual arena at the moment, and and always. <laughs> and as it says on the tin, this is a BS-free space for these spiritually curious. I want to say that whatever is right for you is right for you and that's all that bloody well matters. Your flavor of spirituality is perfect for you. Don't listen to anyone else. You are your own best guide when it comes to what's best for you. For me, spirituality is a totally fluid experience and I am constantly learning and growing. So I hope that this can be a space for you to learn and grow along with me. So why channel? Why even be bothered doing it anyways? Why put yourself through it all or even want to connect with spirit or universal energy? Well, for clarity, for inspiration, for comfort, for creative ideas, inspired thoughts, uh, taking aligned action, for confidence, for a flowiness, for feeling aligned with your purpose, for a strong spiritual connection, for solutions to challenges, for business advice, for relationship advice, for general life advice for having a a guiding light when you're down in a dark hole, for guidance of the highest wisdom in the cosmos. (laughs) It can be beautiful and mind-blowing and completely awe-inspiring. Need I say any more? For me, I made a decision a while back to allow myself to be guided fully in every area of my life. By my intuition, my higher self, the wisdom of my guides and channelings from the universe. Is it scary? Fuck yeah. (laughs) Does it always make sense? Not in the slightest, (laughs) but it has given me the knowingness that internal feeling of like, "Mm, this is right, the knowingness that I am fully in flow with where I'm supposed to be and where I'm supposed to be going. I've never in my whole life felt more aligned with my purpose and that's pretty cool to be honest. That doesn't mean that life is easy. I'll still be guided to do things that will go completely arseways and don't turn out the way I want them to but I trust that that then leads me down a road that's better than the one I wanted to go down or there's a lesson or a life experience that I needed from it. There's, There's spiritual growth, you know? And I always find that that's the case. It takes a truckload of faith and trust, but it is a journey that I would recommend to anyone. If you would like to learn how to channel for yourself, I can teach you how pop me a DM on Instagram at leisha.o.connor and I'll tell you about my program Unlock Your Spiritual Gifts which is a one-to-one mentorship or you can find the details at the link in bio. And on that note good day to you all. I'd like to thank you for being here in this magnificent life with me and for your continuing support and if you'd like to talk about the show, you can email me on podcast at gmail.com. And oh, I just realized that Jenny took the day off. Yep, clearly Jenny has taken the day off today. Whoopsie. <laughs> She'll be back next week, I'm sure. <laughs> she's a very hard worker to be fair she deserves every minute of rest now that she gets so have a magical and fiery rest of your week (laughs) Salami.